God, that rich Donald Sutherland oh. voice. I love it. Wow. Was yeah, he, yeah, he's a he has a, an excellent voice. I listened to him read the old man in the sea. Now the voice you're listening to right now, who just said that, is Andrew WK, uh, who is our special guest. You're saying you heard Donald Sutherland read the old man and the sea. Yes. Where did you hear him read that? Books on tape. It's books he, on tape. He did an official release, and I highly recommend it. It's a great piece of classic American literature, of course, by Hemingway, and I had never read it. And I'd gone through an odyssey, uh, a challenging experience. And yeah. One of my business partners said, yeah, it's just like Old Man in the Sea. Yeah. So I probably should check that out. Well, see, anytime anybody talks about the Old Man in the Sea, I always think of the Dirty Charades version of it, which is the Old Man in the Pea. Oh. Which I highly recommend. Okay. I highly recommend that one. Who voiced that one? I think it was Marla Gibbs voiced oh, the Old Man in the Pea. Marla <laughs> yeah, Gibbs. Yeah. She did that one. Makes so um, Andrew WK uh, is here. Now, uh, Michelle is wondering what WK stands for white knight no it's oh. not white knight no. <laughs> which is a good guess though it, it, very good guess. because you always wear white that is correct yeah, yeah it's um it's actually wilkes crier or creer oh creer you know i wouldn't dare correct you except my mom will probably be listening to this my, okay and my, it's my dad's last name and he would probably be listening to this creer like career creer K-R-I-E-R? Like yes, K-R-I-E-R. like a career in partying. Yeah, a huh. career in partying. Right. That's right. So it's um, uh, Andrew Wilkes Creer. Yeah, see, that's why I abbreviate it, because yeah. it's a mouthful. <laughs> it is a mouthful. And now, now you've got a new album out. Tell me the name of the album. The album is You're Not Alone. Not You Are Not Alone. Correct. You're Not Alone. C- contraction. Was there, a di- was there a discussion to why, to, why you would use... You you're not alone, as opposed to you are not alone. Michael. Because you didn't want to be confused with Michael Jackson. That's right. Didn't yeah. want to be mistaken. Uh-huh. No, out of respect. So yeah. if there's ever an easy tweak you can make yeah. to your work that helps it uh, just stand on its own, yeah. but especially in that case, out of respect, because uh-huh. I'm not trying to tread uh, his, on his sacred path. Mm. Sure. Yeah. But also, I like contractions. It rolled off. If I was speaking to someone and telling them that they weren't alone, yeah. I would say, you know what? You're not alone. You're... I wouldn't say, you are not alone. Right. Unless you're, not you're alone. singing a song by Michael Jackson. <laughs> exactly. Correct. You're Michelle, not alone. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, I listen to this album, and it reminds well, me of Jim Steinman. Are you a fan of Jim Steinman? Wow. That is... Uh, you're the first person who's asked me that in all the recent discussions I've had about the album, and I'm I'm flabbergasted. Would you have sex with way. me because of uh, it? Uh, uh, <laughs> You know, I know you're married. To... I'm married too, oh, so well, okay. you know. Well, um, I take that as a compliment. So it, yeah. it cancels out each other. It cancels right. each okay. other out. We'll just, okay. Because um, uh, yeah, that's what I heard. Are you you're a Jim Steinman fan? I was told about Jim Steinman, much like you brought him up in uh, relation to my music before I had really been familiar. Of course, I had heard his work and not known what it was, mm-hmm. like Total Eclipse of the Heart. Yeah, uh, or, or Meatloaf, or Meatloaf. The Meatloaf yeah. stuff. Yeah, it was hazy. I hadn't really had a direct encounter with the universe of Jim Steinman until people kept asking me, do you like Jim Steinman? Mm-hmm. I said, well, I better check it out. And uh, that was years ago. That was around the time of my second album, mm-hmm. uh, or even my first album. And I did get to have dinner with him. Beca- you it, did? It, it all came to a head. And uh, yeah, we went out to dinner because I guess people thought we should meet yeah. and eat. Yes. And we <laughs> ate meat. Yes. Now, w- tell me about Jim Steinman, the dinner with Jim's, my dinner with Jim Steinman. That's the was, next book. To I be would voiced think, by Donald Sutherland. Yeah, voiced yeah. by Marla Gibbs and yeah. Donald Sutherland. I would think he would kind of be, and respectfully, a kind of a weird, eccentric personality. 
Am I right? He wasn't weird by my standards. Uh huh. So what I often have found, and maybe you found this to be the case, and I find it right now, those that would be described by others as eccentric, I would say, oh, well, this is just a very straightforward person that yeah. I can relate to. Sure. So that either means that it's I'm- It's your people. That's, that's yeah. how he felt to me. That's yeah. how you feel to me. I don't know if you've noticed that, but the people that are supposed to be the most intense or difficult or have a, 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 a wide-ranging but maybe harsh reputation- mm-hmm. I've usually found like, well, they were nice to me. I mean, I had yeah. a good time with him. Mm-hmm. And sure. he was very much like that. He loves music. Mm-hmm. He's obsessed with excess. Yeah. Excess as a spiritual sensation. Right. His his music has so much drama. And your new album has so much drama. There's there it's 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 very it's it's sort of cinematic and it's like an opera in a way where it's just big. It's big. And what did you guys talk about? Did, has he heard your music, Jim Steinman? <laughs> well, he did that night because he came to see a concert that my band and I, I played see. before we went to dinner. And he said, you know, people say that our music sounds the same. I don't think it sounds anything He alike. said that? Yeah. <laughs> to liberate me from uh-huh. uh, the, the weight of being in his shadow. Uh-huh. I, think, I think he did it as a, kind, a kindness because he probably was tired of people telling him when he was coming up that his music just sounded like this or oh, I see what you're doing you're just this guy yeah he is singular yeah and he wanted to give me the 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 compliment of singularity even yeah. if you know I didn't earn it but in his mind he he liberated me from the context of Steinman itself Steinmanism Steinman. <laughs> it's our new religion yeah exactly I'd sign up for that he said I sounded like the Beach Boys because it was all the songs were about fun, 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 oh, fun, yeah, party, 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 party. Yeah. So that's a comparison I had never heard anyone make yeah. at that time, especially. Well, no, the comparison between you and Jim Steinman really is the drama involved in the music. Do you have a favorite Jim Steinman song? I, you so know, many. There's so many, you know, Total Eclipse of the Heart and then uh, um, uh, Two Out of Three Ain't Bad. Yeah, yeah. And the, all the meatloaf stuff. And then, of course. Did he do Bad Out of Hell? Did yes, he? Yes, yeah. he did. Yes, he did. And, of Paradise course. Paradise by the Light is one of the best songs ever written it really in is. the history Absolutely. of music. Absolutely. Every moment of it, I like that you look forward to the next moment that's coming up and then there's yeah. the next moment that you forgot about a little bit. And yes. You're, and you're playing along with the drama of the song and it takes you through. It tells you a story, full ev- story. Yeah, every emotional yeah. What's the Celine point. Dion song? Um, it's all coming back to me. It's all coming back to me. It's all coming back to me. So now tell me about this album. What was your inspiration? Now obviously partying is a major theme in your story. It is my theme. It is your theme. It is my theme. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Southeast Michigan, mm-hmm. Ann Arbor, Michigan. Lovely. Um, and is it? Ar- <laughs> uh, back me up. Ann Arbor is beautiful. Well, Ann Arbor is beautiful. It is beautiful. Yes. But the whole Michigan part of it, no tea, no shade. I've been there many but times. Ann Arbor is gorgeous. It is gorgeous. That's oh. what a money That's is. 10,000 lakes, baby. Yes. Yes. Baby. Give me some Kalamazoo and some oh, Kellogg's cornflakes. Oshkosh, bitch. Where is Kellogg's from? What's the town again? Uh, that's from Battle Creek. Battle Creek. Yeah. Battle Creek. Yeah, and I took a tour of the factory when I was a child. You did. A, <laughs> did you masturbate right. in the corner? Uh, of, no. In the cornflakes? Once I got home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah, you found some cornflakes in your pocket uh-huh. and it aroused you. How'd they get there? This day. Yeah. <laughs> Free sample. But you weren't born in Michigan. No, I was born out here in, in California. My mom's family is from California. My dad was teaching at UCLA, or actually Stanford. I was born in Stanford. Oh. Yeah, get we, your story straight, yes. Andrew. I Which mean, one was it, Andrew? Yeah, it was Stanford. I used to think it was Palo Alto. I've had a lot of confusion about my own life. That's okay. <laughs> and then when I was four, we moved to Ann Arbor because my dad started teaching at University of Michigan. Yeah. Great Did school. you always have this rich voice? No. 
Oh, it's from, it's from shouting and screaming. I was, I was trying to sing last night, uh-huh. and it was uh, out of my range a bit. Yeah. So it fried me a little bit. Right. But I'm hydrating still. I, no, I'm still getting going. No, drink, drink I didn't up. get up that early. You did not get up that oh. early. How early do you normally get up? Well, I'd like to have at least an hour before I have to go and do things. Yeah. But I think I should have had two hours to do Probably, it. yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So now you were in Ann Arbor. How did you start your career? Well, piano lessons. So I think right as we moved, well, actually, my dad was taking piano lessons when I was born. Mm-hmm. So there was a piano in the house. He, as you might imagine, was having some kind of midlife crisis where learning how to play piano was one of the activities that was going to mm. make him feel better. Why does it have to be a crisis for him to want to play piano? Because he was going through a tumultuous time. So I'm, 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 I'm looking at it in, a, a, I guess, a sentimental way as him reaching out to something uh, like music. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, I've seen photos of me standing at the piano at one and two and trying to play and sitting on his lap and playing the piano. And, and clearly, before I even learned to do much anything else, I was starting to learn how to play piano. Mm-hmm. And I took lessons once we moved to Michigan, starting at age four and a half, five. Mm-hmm. So that that's my musical encounter. And were you in, in Michigan at the, by the time you were 15? Oh, yes. Yeah, so that means you are from Michigan. But it's Wait a minute. How does that work? Well, because usually around the time oh. it's, you're like 15, after your bar mitzvah, you are, you are who you are. So I can say I'm from Michigan. You're from Michigan. Okay. You are from Michigan. Uh, but it, what's interesting is that I know uh, Canada's on the other side of the border, close to Michigan. It is. But you, you, ha- you do... Oh, you do out, you do oots, no, outs. No, I don't a, do a boot. You don't do a boot, but it's very close. You you have there's you, a Canadian there's influence? some Canadian stuff well, we are, going we're on. We're very close to Windsor. There's yeah. the Great Lakes. Oh, it's you're that close to Windsor? Well, in Detroit, yeah, that's yeah, that's, but that's there. But your Ann Arbor is way south. No, it's forty five minutes away. Oh, so wait a minute, hold up, Mister Lover. Forty five minutes from Detroit. Oh, so you're 45. So yeah, you're basically in Canada. It's, south, it's Southeast Michigan. But then you have Wisconsin. My dad's from Wisconsin. Okay. He lived in North Dakota as well, uh-huh. where it was even closer to Canada. Uh, my wife's whole family is from Illinois. So there's a there's a strong magnetic vortex of, of intensity in the Midwest. Yeah. And I guess that's what why you talk like this if you're from there. Yes. <laughs> and I guess that's why you live in New York and in Los Angeles. Well, when you said, is it? Uh-huh. In regards to Michigan, yeah. I related to that. Yeah, no, I I, I spent a lot of time in in Michigan, and um, it Why? is very beautiful. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean it like that. My father-in-law's from Bad Axe, which oh, is wow. here. Bad Axe, wow. I've never even seen a good axe. Exactly. Yeah. What a name, right? So Bad Axe, unlike a pig farm, but uh-huh. nonetheless, why would you be spending a lot of time in Michigan? Well, I want twice. I was asked. That's a lot of time. Well, no. <laughs> I was going to do a list of the, okay, of the times. Okay, Twice, I was asked by the Queen of Soul to come and perform at her birthday. One was a Christmas party. One was her birthday party. Aretha Franklin, if there's anybody, if there are any the questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 and I went, we, it was in, what's it, Bing, Birmingham? Bingham? Birmingham, yeah. Birmingham, which is north of Detroit. It was a suburb. Michelle... I listen. I've lived in Georgia. I've lived in California. I've lived all over. I've never been in a more racist place. Oh, oh no! Never in my life. Wow. In Birmingham, Michigan. Birmingham, Michigan. I was. I, I had a little time. Oh, I went damn. shopping at the strip. The stores there. And you learned the hard Every way. Every store I walked in, people were like, 
like looking at me really? cross out like bitch what you doing in here <laughs> oh, man. yeah I swear and I'm, I'm a very sensitive person you go back with your bags and say big mistake yeah yeah huge yeah no because I like to shop you yeah. know meanwhile um but it was it, it caught me as weird and uh and also that was the first time that was the first two times <laughs> But um, I used to work at Fox's, Fox's in Detroit was a club. Sure, that's not Jersey City? No. Okay. This was, I think it was called Fox's. Well, I'm thinking of the Fox Theater, mm-hmm. um, which I've worked at many times in Detroit. Yes, yeah, a beautiful place. Yeah. But there was another, I think it was a club called Foxy's or something in okay. Detroit that I worked at all the time. Okay. Doing clubs and stuff. Got okay. It. And when, when did you leave Detroit? I mean, as, um, in Michigan. As quickly as I could. Okay. <laughs> so are you right. in New York now? Well, I, I don't really live anywhere now. Yeah. I'm back to free well, where's range. Where's your wife? I'm free range. Yes. She's wherever I am or in the Oh, she travels nearby, with you? As much as possible. And okay. you're still married. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. We, yeah. Uh, we, that's, we met because I was looking for a a hype woman or a band member uh-huh. that could join my band and not be tethered to an instrument uh-huh. and headbang free range style uh, around the stage. And I'd been looking for that for years and yeah. I couldn't find anyone that was hardcore enough, man yeah. or woman. You uh-huh. know, no one could throw down, yeah. I felt, as at least you know, as hard as I could. And then uh, I was seeing a heavy metal singing teacher for weekly lessons and the young woman who had the lesson right before me was Sherry. And the rest is party Sherry, history. Sherry Lily. Sherry Lily. Who, Sherry. Who loves you and is... I love her. Here in spirit. Yes. Terry wrote a song about Sherry. You she, know? Yes, yes. She likes that song. She, uh, she, she. Oh, I get it now. Here. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Oh, thank yeah. you. You'll, you'll be here he all week. Yeah. It pronounces it Sherry versus Cherie, which uh-huh. sometimes it, it could be pronounced. Yeah. Because your, your, yeah, he, he, he mispronounced it. Uh, because what? your wife's name is Cherie. No, it is Sherry. It is Sherry. She's saying, he's saying he said he, it right. He oh, said it right. Sherry. Look, Sherry or I would take Sherry from you uh-huh, any day. Uh-huh. You can call her Sherry. So let's just clarify this. Sherry, okay. Sherry is a different name. Okay. So okay, yeah. so let's clarify this for her sake. Let's clarify. Let me let, let me hear you pronounce your wife's name. Sherry Lily. But he's saying it with some weird Michigan. He's shit. saying sheer. He I have a canker sore on my tongue. That's a oh. good excuse. <laughs> he's you're saying, from Michigan. It's yeah. Sherry. Oh, Sherry. 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 Now you're saying it like New York. Sherry is an A in there. Sherry. 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 See, Michelle is saying it in New York where you go Sherry. Sherry. How would you say it? Sherry. There you go. Sherry. You would not say Sherry. I'm from San Diego. We say Sherry. No, you're not going to say Sherry. (laughs) Sherry. Do you guys not hear that's Midwestern? It's Sherry. Wait. No, it's Sherry. Okay. Now, listen. uh, Andrew's manager is here. Andrew's manager. You're listening to us. He's from he's from Northern California. Okay, right. How would you say it? Okay, he doesn't have a microphone. You'd say it like the way I Sherry. He'd say Sherry, like Sherry. Uh, in California, we do hard R's. Yeah, but, that's right. I noticed yeah. that. So we do hard R's. In New Jersey and New York, they do this thing like with like, like there's a club out here, a country and western club called Harry's Oil Can. Oil Can Harry. Oil Can Harry's. <laughs> but see, the New York way to say it is Oil Can Harry. Heavy. I don't say heavy. Did you see what I did with? That's how you do <laughs> that's it. Not how I say it. Did you see what I did with a, my R? A v and an H. Yeah, in yeah, the, yeah. Okay. So, uh, but that's oil, a different. That's like New York. New Jersey would heavy. say oil can Harry's. Harry. Sherry. Yeah. Sherry. You'd say Sherry. Sherry. Yeah, Sherry. Sherry. You're saying Sherry. Oil Sherry. can Harry's. We went down to Sherry's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would say oil can. But we don't Harry's. say Sherry. Harry. There is that's... a contraction. There's a tightening 
It's right. almost uncomfortable. It um, is. It's, it's very uncomfortable. Sherry, Sherry, I can hear it when open. I, when my sister Rosie calls me on the phone. I get to hear what my 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 California accent is because really? it's very hard. You hear what I'm doing? It's like, like it's crunchy. It's 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 oil can Sherry. <laughs> oil can Harry. Oil can Harry. But <laughs> <laughs> we've got Andrew oh WK God. here. He's got a new album called "You're Not Alone," and I want to know who is he talking to. You're not alone. We're going to ask him all of that when we come back after this break. I think everybody knows that sleep is your best defense against uh, 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 being ill or being the dark arts. The dark arts. Sleep is when your body heals itself. And that's why Bowl and Branch are very important to this equation. Yeah, we're talking about Bowl and Branch sheets, you guys. They are amazing. You guys complain about not being able to sleep. You don't like the way your sheets feel on your body. Well, everything Bowl and Branch makes from bedding to blankets, it's made from pure 100% organic cotton, which means that they start out super soft and they get even softer over time. It's mm. my favorite thing about them, you guys. I have a beautiful gray sheet set. Uh-huh. So lovely. And you guys can get $50 off your first set of sheets at bowlandbranch.com with the promo code RU. Bowl and Branch, B-O-L-L and branch.com. Promo code RU for $50 off your first set of sheets. I love the concept of Talkspace because therapy has been so valued to me in my whole life. And I, I wish I'd found it earlier. Same. I wish I'd started when I was, you know, 18, 17, which was a really trying time, by the way. Right. You know, but it's available to everyone now. It is. Talkspace is the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. That means you can improve your mental health even if you've had trouble making time for it in the past because a lot of people say, I don't have time for therapy. Well, bitch, with Talkspace, you have the app, you're in your car. You're stuck yeah. in traffic anyway. Yeah. Why not get a therapy session while you're driving to exactly. where you're going? Exactly. Or waiting for the bus on the subway. You know, you can either you can make time for it because it's very valuable to your health on this planet. Not Talk only valuable, ne- necessary. necessary. Yeah. Navigating this life. <laughs> what was that word I was trying to Navigating. say? Navigating. I was saying necessary and necessity. So uh-huh. I was going, ne, ne, se, ne. I can't get it out. <laughs> Necessity. Get something off your chest whenever you need to. Talk about everyday challenges at work. Talk about everyday challenges at home. Just chat about life. There's no extra commutes, no leaving the office, no judgments. And remember that therapy isn't just about venting your innermost secrets. Like a lot of times we're talking about like how long it took you to get to the father yes, issues. Yes. You have to work through the regular stuff to get there. It's not always you go into the therapy and you're like, Ehh. right, right. It doesn't happen. No, like because that. It, the, 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 those sort of things appear in, in places they're hidden in places that I wasn't even aware of. And it took me opening up to another person to be able to figure it out for myself. Correct. The Talkspace platform is over 2000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing life challenges we all face to match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy. Go to Talkspace.com slash Rue. Use the offer code RU to get $30 off your first month. It's Talkspace.com slash RU. Use that offer code RU to get $30 off your first month. It's Talkspace.com slash Rue. See what I'm doing like this? Look, look at my mouth. Heavy. But I'm not saying heavy. It's It's a V. It's like a flappy. It's not. It's Harry. There's no delineation. But who's saying that? I'm saying that. We're back with Andrew WK. We found out that WK, Michelle, stands for Wilkes. Bar, Pennsylvania. No. It stands for Wilkes. It's not. Career. Like a career. Like a career in the arts. Wilkes career. Wilkes Creer. Yeah. Wilkes Creer. Yes. And uh, I read something that his teacher decided to call him WK because there were other Andrews in the class. Why don't you just beat the other Andrews up and have them change their names? 
punching was not permitted. Uh huh. So we had to come up with more clever ideas, more. like nicknames or, or initials. Yes, um, yes. And there were a lot of Andrews, and I've been meeting more. What about why not you call yourself Andy? My mom said no, no, no Andy, no Andy. And why no not Drew. just what about Drew? What no, about Drew? No, very, no, she, Drew? That was even worse. Uh-huh. Wow. No uh-huh. Drew. No. Andrew. She said, I named you Andrew, and that yeah. is what you will yes. be called. Oh, what, what a task member. Yeah. The no taskmaster mom. mom is. Yes. I didn't care, but yeah. I, she, she laid it down. Are you friends with her? Yes. You like her? Yes. They've been very supportive. They're still together? Yes, they are. What? They Amazingly like each other. Enough, even with my dad being as he is. What's the secret? Booze? Michigan. Booze? My mom. Aww. She's the secret. She has to be. Yeah. The patience. And also... To, to let it go to some extent, I, it, you have to f- come up with all kinds of techniques to Ain't deal that with living the truth. With, with another person. How long have you been married? That's a good question. To Shabby. I have not uh, been to good at time This is why 10 years went by between my album recording uh, oh. and my last album because yeah. I didn't even know that 10 yeah. years had gone by. I think 10 years. Did you wake up with blood in your panties? Um, no, on my nose. On your, ma- on on your, your nose, nose, exactly. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, so now you, the album is called uh, You're Not Alone. Um, who are you talking to? Myself, I mm. think. Mm. And I can't escape the awareness that most of my work is only able to happen if it's somehow addressing my own Ain't that the issue. truth? And not consciously, but... Yeah. No, we all do that. We're all narcissistic <laughs> in that way. No, it's true. But the thing is, you know, I, on, on our show, I talk, I, you know, I, pre, I say, if you can't love yourself, I, you know, I, you're going to love somebody else. And I say, you know, uh, this and that, all these affirmations, they're for one person, really. Mm, they're for me. Yeah. I need to remind myself exactly. of this stuff. That's, I fully relate. That's and, what started my whole quest with music was to cheer myself up. Yes. Because music was the one thing. Out of many things that I liked and many sources of joy that always worked. There was never a time when I would go to music feeling down and it wouldn't work its magic on me. Yeah, music and (laughs) cornflakes. What what was the first unit of music you you possessed? You see how I I phrased that? Because I would normally say, what was your first 45? No, but you're What's your first uh, single? How old are you, Andrew? Well, I had 79. yeah, so yeah. I had records. Oh, you're a the first record records. I bought, where I requested to go and buy it, and it had to be driven by my mom. To oh, I'm Meyer. getting, I'm getting a Levine and John or Xanadu. Um, no, but we are the world. So, oh, yeah. that's a great record. I was blown away yeah. by I felt emotions. You know, where I couldn't even know what that was. I was moved. I was moved by all these singular people coming together in a mass yeah. the sound of of all these voices being becoming one and, and the individual identities popping out in those verses and then being lost in the yeah. chorus it's i'm getting who, chills just right now i know you are and who whose voice stuck out to you was it latoya jackson i like so all stupid. i love all the dynamics i, so I think ridiculous. bob dylan's voice it's a choice we're making. Yeah. We're saving our own lives. You know who stands out for me is Cindy Lauper. She does. Well, well, well. Yeah. You know? Which, Everyone does. Yeah. By the way, you know, in that Quincy Jones, art, was it the Quincy Jones article? They talk about that she was a mess on that thing. Like she was so, uh, she was diva-ish. D- d- really? diva-ish and she wanted to do her part over and all that kind of stuff. Well, the yeah. results speak for themselves. The Amen. results speak for themselves. Yes. And uh, here we are at Kinky Boots. Look at, yep. So, so, uh, yeah. you know, she's doing something right she, over there. Man. She's you amazing. Know? So that was your first record. And do you have brothers and sisters? I have a younger brother. He's four and a half years younger. Does he like to party? Oh, yes. He's he, a party. He, I look up to him. Uh-huh. Uh, he possesses <laughs> the 
virtues that I'm striving towards, he he somehow was born with them. Yeah. So he's, he's gifted. You've seen this. This happens sometimes. Yeah. Yes. Where someone who can be gifted with athletic ability or yeah. with music. Some people are gifted in character. Sure. Yeah. So you both carry the party gene. Yes. Yeah. And so now this whole obsession with partying. Now, do you feel like it is sort of, you've sort of put yourself in a corner to where you always have to party, party, party? Because, yes. you know, when you go out and all your fans see you, they want to say, you party on, dude! Yeah, party! Well Sometimes said. you don't want to feel party. What do you, don't what, feel what, like what you don't, don't want to party anymore? And all, that's when I have to party even harder. Okay, mm. okay. I, I, I feel ha- you. I, I painted myself into the, the most spectacular corner that uh-huh. I could imagine. Yeah. Does Shiri party? Oh, yes. <laughs> Why do you ta- say it like that? That's what he says it. Shiri about. She's taught me a lot about partying and how to party Party on planes that I hadn't even fathomed. Party on planes. Party on planes. I like well, that. Airplanes and uh, you know material and non-material planes. Mm. Sure. Yeah. And okay. So the, imagine I've never partied, okay. which is I know well, it's very difficult to imagine. But is. what what is my first? What's the what well, okay? Let's see. What's the second? First, yes. first I go out and I go to Spotify and I go to Tower Records and to Tower um, Records and, where and, <laughs> and to Amazon and I get. The album "You're Not You're Not Alone." The second thing I do is what you get your, get white club get a white t shirt and white jeans. Actually, I, I'll start by saying, do you do all white like a C? Yeah, he does. This he does. is my look. That's his okay. look. Well, this that's like beige. Well, it's well, been hard earned party stains. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. the point. This is my canvas, and okay. I'm going to decorate it with with you know dismay and and, and chaos. Yeah. Okay. The first thing, actually, I would say is that you can free yourself from these rules and guidelines and even pointers or or recommendations. Mm-hmm. It's a mindset. Mm-hmm. And the mindset is simply saying, if we can celebrate Friday night because the work week's over, or we can celebrate our birthday because we're glad we lived for another year, we can celebrate the fact that we were born at all and have a reason to party 24-7. That doesn't mean it's easy. Right. It doesn't mean there won't be times when it feels like that's the least rational thing to celebrate, that maybe life isn't good by default. Mm-hmm. But we're choosing to say, well, if we don't know if life really is good or bad, if we don't even know what the meaning of life is, we're going to decide on a mindset that makes it as enjoyable and as meaningful as possible. And out of respect for it, celebrate it. So we're taking a page out of the iconic License to Ill album. Yes. You've got to fight for your right to party. Yes, you yeah. do. For your own ability to enjoy life. Agreed. Absolutely. And you know what? That is also a page uh, of uh, the Ascended Master, Pollyanna, uh, Tammy Faye. All of the Ascended Masters will tell you the exact same thing, is that you can create the life that you want. You've labeled it partying, but what you're talking about is being in a state of of Zen, of being in a a state, a self-induced state of uh, enlightenment. You know, because um, we all have that choice. We make a choice every second of our lives to be in heaven or hell. Yes. And you've chosen heaven. Heaven just happens to have a, a bitchin' speaker system <laughs> yeah. and white jeans and a white, white t-shirt. They're not easy. And a bloody yeah. nose. And a bloody nose. Because the bloody nose is all the negative vibes. I love Streaming it. out of my brain yes. once and for all. It's a it's a great look. I, I just want to talk a little bit about the the, um, the white jeans and the white shirt for a minute because in doing so, I mean, I I knew of you and I knew of the look that you have. Um, can we just talk about being a sex symbol for a minute? 
All right. Because um, <laughs> if you must, and, you know, <laughs> I know Michelle was thinking it because she knows she knows what what I think. Correct. And you, she knows that um, I can read his mind. You, she can read my mind. You are a sexy motherfucker. But, but I can sit here you and know, say he is sexy. He is yeah. sexy. Yeah. He is sexy. With them yeah. jeans on and that t-shirt. And it's the kindness. There's a There's kindness. There's a kindness and sweetness yeah. in the voice yeah. and everything. Yeah. It is not and often not often said. But to have it be said by anyone, <laughs> to have it said by you too, <laughs> means more than it coming from. A lot oh, of other you're people. sweet. That's I really mean sweet. that. So my wife says it to me, and I say, "Well, I, I don't, I don't think people." She's think sexy that. too, and I, I don't, you know, that's not what this is about. Even if it was, but then there's other times when I get, I get frustrated. Like, why can't uh, I connect with more? More women or more people, you know, other sides of an audience. Yeah. And they don't see that um, that appeal. They think right. I look haggard and filthy, which may be somewhat the case. But, but that's sexy to that some people. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Are you kidding? Is. Yeah. yeah so, it yeah, the, certainly is. The bacteria and the stains. And like that. The yeah. uric acid. Mm. Yes. It's well, lovely. you know, you just said something interesting about connecting with a bigger audience. Do you want to be uh, Michael Jackson famous? You know, he had such an impact on on me as as everyone did. He created the archetype of a superstar. Yes, he did. He <clears throat> certainly did for my lifetime, and is part of some larger mythology that is irresistible. At least as an aspiration to create a drive, because of course I have to accept the fact that I may never reach that level or or many other levels beneath Michael Jackson's status. But the possibility that the entertainment industry dangles out in front of you mm -hmm. uh, the alluring sense that anything is possible mm -hmm. and if you just keep your stick on the ice or yeah. you stay at home base and you keep giving everything you have yeah. then if you're meant to your destiny will sure. take over we yeah. talk about that a lot Absolutely. the stick with itness whereas most people would have been like fuck this is not working right right you have to stick with it you gotta stay in the game you yeah. gotta stay if in you're the game gonna, you know, if, you, if it's gonna happen if it's gonna happen also you know listen also if you wanna perfect a handstand you gotta be willing to take a fall too Correct. there you go Correct. You know? and do the, you have babies yes i have two and how old are they well actually you know it, uh, I'll, oh, I'll do just, you not know how old they are because <laughs> it sounds like a, that, that falls into the realm of uh, of timeline issues that i struggle okay. with yes I around the age of i didn't know the order of the months until yeah. i was 18 Wait, wait. Okay. Huh? You yes. didn't know the Michigan order of the school system? Uh, this is, this it is must some, be the water from Flint. It's a vortex. Mm. Oh, you got it. The Flint water. Yeah. Could be that, yeah. The lead poisoning. You have young children. Yes, I do. But I don't I don't talk about... There's there's areas of my life that I've... You don't have to, but... instinct to keep private. And you right. can, but, but the party mentality... Does, does the partying all, always include uh, some booze, perhaps? It can or it cannot. That's yeah. the beauty of it. That's another rule. When I was in high school, for example... There was so much pressure being put on myself and others from all different sides to drink, mm -hmm. to not drink. Mm. There was a straight edge faction that was very strict about not drinking and not because it was not fun or not healthy, but because it was part of some, you know, dogmatic system they had designed. And it also went with with how you were supposed to dress and, and within the dressing, what days you were supposed to wear. You know, these these regimens. Sure. And none of it was fun. Yeah. It was stressful and it wasn't fun. And no matter what you did, you're always letting someone else down. Right. Mm -hmm. So then you start to think, well, what do I want to do? And I'm just going to do this for me. So when I had this chance to promote partying, I didn't want there to be any 
guidelines that would at least start feeling like those rules again. Like, yeah. oh, you're you're a poser. You're not doing it right. Or you can't even, you're not even allowed to come to this party because you don't like X, Y, and Z. Right. I, 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 that's, I'm here to, to, to destroy all that. Yeah. Hence your free range party. <laughs> free range. Free range, baby. Yeah, now, fed. my favorite solo Michael Jackson songs are Smooth Criminal. I like uh, Another Part of Me. I like the CNC Music Factory remix of Black and black or white. No comment. Mm, yeah. Do you like bad? Because I think bad's an amazing one. Well, it I, I like it, but it, it's not what I, it's not one of my go-to things. I, my initial what about rock go- with you? No, it's not one of my go-to. Really? My go-tos are Smooth Criminal, Another Part of Me. Uh, Another and, Part of Me is amazing. And I like um, I like the Steve Silk Hurley remix of, of Remember the Time. Great, Ooh. great. Yeah, from the Dangerous the whole album. The Off-The-Wall album. <clears throat> Made yeah. me happy. That's yeah. what I was going to say was dangerous. Yeah. The, the, the album or the song? Both. Yeah. Both. But Be- there's highlights on that album and there's an atmosphere on that album that is sort of the culmination uh, in, in, of a certain era and of a certain level of intensity that, that Michael had been leading up to. Yeah. And it was the, the him at the height of certain powers. Mm-hmm. Some that maybe could be said to be at their best earlier, but he didn't stop developing them. Right. And his artistic vision and and in confidence in his vision was right. at its peak i think a, a yeah. dangerous so when when so when i asked that question you, you you love the album dangerous but what are you your top three go-to michael jackson songs a solo career i would probably say uh i want to put ooh, you on the spot yeah, michelle do hard. you do you have your top three you said rock with me rock, rock with, with you that whole off the wall album for me was yeah. pivotal yeah it definitely yeah um the uh the it's slow it, one that was on there the crying oh, fall, one the falling oh she's out of my life oh my god you really you go to that michael I jackson i love that i love all michael jackson jackson five michael oh. for me that was the first solo album yeah the it? off no he had done solo on motown but as an adult, as his, an adult first, his first solo album was off the wall that album was so pivotal for me growing yeah. up in central new jersey yeah every song on there was a smash after smash yeah it mm-hmm. was it, it was. was great and i loved bad yeah. i told you that's where he entered my unconscious as a sex symbol to me was it did like, you wake up with blood I in your had, panties col- yes i <laughs> yeah. did and other things yeah uh-huh i had sexual <laughs> dreams about michael jackson from Ooh, the bad era wow yeah. right because yeah. um because bad has um doesn't no pyt is not on bad is it that's on thriller that's on yes. thriller yeah another great yeah, yeah. Oh, well iconic i like yeah. jam i want to put oh yeah i like that song jam so you like the teddy riley stuff jam i was at the age where i had more experience with music and even recording by the time Dangerous came out and, and, and so I was able to listen to it with a lot of detailed attention and you know he was always upping the ante and he got really obsessed with that New Jack Swing yeah. beat which he never really got over right you notice that yeah he, because even on the Teddy uh, the, the um, uh, Dark Child stuff it has it has lose it yeah he just got addicted to that but it is yeah. great. It, it is, is great. It, yeah. it makes, it makes all he happy. wants to do is 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 Jack that, that beat, beat you know a dance music something that makes that dance come out of him. Well, right? apparently New Jack Swing is coming back. I, but ca- apparently the K-pop stuff, the Korean pop music, mm. is K-pop's doing, great. Is I haven't heard enough of it to do it now. Apparently you're big in Asia, and that's, that's like a that's like a <laughs> it's like a David it's like a David right. thing. It's big in Germany. Yeah, yeah. It's a thing to be big in Japan. Yeah, mm. and I did experience some version of that. Yeah. Tom Waits even has a song called Big I'm, in Japan. I'm big in Japan. Because uh-huh. <laughs> this is how it, it seems to be a phenomenon that occurs to certain maybe unlikely artists where they're not so big right. elsewhere. And then yeah. you find out in this re- somewhat remote or isolated cultural sphere, they're massive. What do you think that is? 
I don't know. They're, they're in Japan before fandom became so broadly accepted here in, in the United States, mm-hmm. the idea of being that it was okay to be passionate about sure. things that you wouldn't be ridiculed for being even obsessed with certain pop culture phenomenon. That was the default cultural a- atmosphere of Japan. Mm-hmm. For, I think for, since the start or since the end of world war two, sure. since they started rebuilding, there was this, this kind of optimism and, and enthusiasm where they would turn to experiences and completely lose themselves and devote themselves to it. Mm-hmm. An artist, a TV series, a song, technology. So part of the identity that I've been able to see reflected in all t- types of people from from businessmen to, to young kids is that you pick what you're going to be a fan of mm-hmm. and that's who you are. Yeah. And you'd say, well, I'm a fan of this. So that's my thing. Like, I'm a comic book fan. I'm a, 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 a pop music fan. Mm-hmm. So some people decided to be Andrew WK fans. And it was a small but passionate group. And that's enough to, to sustain you in, in that realm. That's it was awesome. amazing. Yeah. That's fa- fabulous. They party very hard. We're going to take a break right now. We've got Andrew WK. We're going to talk about his new album, You're Not Alone, and uh, more partying. Now, ZipRecruiter, now explain it to me again, Michelle. This is a company where people who are looking for employees can go host their job requirements mm-hmm. And the, uh, those people then go to ZipRecruiter and get them get themselves a job. Yeah. And the same is true. If you're looking for a job, you can also go to ZipRecruiter. Yes, correct. But really what it's for is like companies that are looking for people to work for them, but they don't want people calling the office. They don't want people yes. sending their resumes in. So people are posted up here. So let's say... Um, VH1 is looking for, you know, 20 people to work in their camera department. Okay. They would then post the job and ZipRecruiter will, within 24 hours, will give them all these people that oh. match the camera operator and position. Their, yeah, their and criteria. Yes. Work. Okay. And that's how it works with ZipRecruiter. It's unbelievable. It's they got a super powerful database, super powerful technology. They efficiently match the right people to the job you're looking for better than anybody else. They learn what you're looking for. They identify the people with the right experience so you don't have to sift through all the resumes. Yeah, because that's what takes so much time. So I mean, much time. And then why not just cut out that part of it and get straight to the qualified employees. Exactly. And in fact, over 80% of the jobs posted on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in just 24 hours. So none of the crap that you have to go with it, with the emails, calls to your office, blah, blah, blah. What, with the emails? What, with the juggling of uh, the calls at your office? Do I look like a clown at the circus? (laughs) Well. Oh, thanks. (laughs) Find out why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, what's the tea? Listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. And that's right. We said a four-letter word starting with F, and that word is free. <laughs> Just go on ZipRecruiter.com slash Rue. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash R-U. One more time again, ZipRecruiter.com slash Rue. We are back with Andrew WK. He's talking about all things Andrew WK and his new album, which is on Spotify right now, and it's uh, it's wherever you get music. What do you think about all that? You know, the fact that um, you have to tour to actually reap recoup the money for the album, which you t- it's taking you 10 years to well, do this album? Yeah, that wasn't by design. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I didn't realize that it had taken that long. Yeah. The Party Gods, I turn myself over to them, right? I really do. And, and whenever I try to plan or make my special little idea and map it out with goals and directions, it all just evaporates. Yeah. And when I turn myself over to some instinct that usually is very irrational and doesn't make any sense, doesn't involve conscious thought, 10 years goes by, but I get an album out of yeah, it. Yeah, so yeah. I'm not complaining. Because you're on the road. How how often, how 
How much of the year are you on the road? It varies. This year it's going to be a lot. Mm-hmm. The next year it's going to be a lot. And, and the thing is, I love it. Yeah. I, I love touring. I did from the very beginning. Um, and that's why you're hoarse right now? Because you had a show last night? No, I was singing on a, a recorded, recorded song. You were recording? Yeah, I was recording. On and how often song. are you out here in Los Angeles? Well, quite a bit because my manager's here, the record label's here. As you know, much of show business is here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the rest is in New York City and then maybe scattered about a few other places. Do you have a place out here? No. No, you stay in a hotel when you're I, here. I do, and I really enjoy that. <laughs> I like hotels. Yeah, I, I love hotels. People fa- want me to rent a, a long-term apartment or Airbnb. Yeah. I will never do it again. I won't even stay at friends or family. Yeah. I, I love hotels you. so much. Yeah. When I was in the group, we would come. We would get excited to come here, and we'd stay at one hotel called La Park. I told you. Oh, yeah, I know La Park. And I didn't even know it was still in existence. Yeah. But each room was like an apartment. Yeah. It had a sunken... Oh, nice. Living thing. room, the yes. The bedroom was like behind Dre. Yes. Like yeah. it was extra. I know that. Yeah, I, I know that I've place. I think I've stayed there. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's I've in West st- Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. I, and it had a sunken living room. Yes, it was like were... a little, like a Three's Company apartment. Yeah. yeah. I loved it. I love about Sorry, a, that's very old rooms. reference. Everything is right there. Yes. I don't have to walk downstairs. And, and down. you're not beholden to friends or, or, or their sleep patterns. Because when you're a performer, a lot of times you get off stage and it takes you a few hours to, oh, you know, yeah. come down. Oh, yeah. And if you're staying with friends or something, it's very difficult to do that. And then, you know, you, you want that separation. You understand. They, yeah. they don't understand. They feel, they're so sweet. A friend or family member will say, Andrew, I'm sure all you want right now is a real bed and a home-cooked meal. And I said, nothing could be further <laughs> than the truth. But thank you for offering. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So you 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 live in New York City, but you're on the road I am all the free time. Range. Free range. I don't range. live anywhere. Okay. I have storage spaces. Uh huh. I have hotel rooms. Yeah. Tour buses. I've lived in New York for a long time. Yeah. And, but before I moved there and lived there, or actually even after I'd moved there, I free ranged, which is just living on the road because it doesn't make sense to, for me to pay monthly rent for a place that I'm not at for months and months and months. And where do you get your mail? Uh, Business manager. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So now, you know, um, I met you uh, uh, a few years ago on a talk show. It was at, um, was it Fox something? Take Part Live. What's that? What was it called? I think it was called Take Part Live. Live, huh? I think, yeah. It was like a news program. It's a news with program a, with Megan McC- McCain. Megan McCain was the host, and that Sor- Sorbatov. Um, that he's Sorbitol. on MSNBC. M- MS- Is it Joseph? Was that his name? No, his. his Sor- he's an MSNBC reporter, he, he is, yeah. which I have on twenty four seven. He's I got. Should. I see an S. I see an O. I see a B. <laughs> I see maybe uh, another. Something. He I was very know. nice. He was lovely. Very professional. Lovely. And you're on that show, uh, Red Eye, a lot. I've appeared on there. Yeah, that's how I think how they got me on there. I've done sort of news shows at times, which blows my mind. Why do you think that is? I don't know. I guess I, I offer something that they aren't getting from any other type of guest. Well, I can't explain it. I even went on MSNBC one time, mm. uh, and I couldn't believe they let me in the door. Yeah. I'm elevated. <laughs> Why? Have you seen some of the people on well, there? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Come on now. You know, I strive to, as much as someone can in this, in this realm that we're working in, to offer something specific and unique. Of course. I mean, that's just business, right? Yeah. To try to be singular, and if someone is looking for that particular quality, they can call on me. Yeah. So if they're looking for the party angle on things, I will offer you that. You know, this is my first time meeting you. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I don't know. Of I course. don't know. Mm-hmm. And what I get from you, and it, it hits very deep inside, is you are a nerd. 
deep down inside, I feel a nerddom coming through. Am I wrong? Well, what What is a nerd? Nerd, to me, is the best thing in the world. Are you one? I am one. I grew up with a brother who played D&D 24-7. And D&D is that Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons. Dragons. Uh-huh. And there's a, there's a special sweetness that comes with the nerddom and the nerd kingdom. Well, and And most every nerd is very smart. They want to learn as much as they can. They're, they have conviction with everything that they say, and I feel like that I'm getting a little bit of that. Well, that those are all great qualities that I would strive to, uh, to to imbue in myself and in the people around me. I don't know how to play Dungeons and Dragons, but that doesn't mean I don't admire it. And I uh-huh. can teach you. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Thank you. There well, we you know, also you're very articulate and you have a definite point of view, yeah. and you're actually quite lovely because when I, I met you on that show. They played one of my songs. I think it's Sissy That Walk. It was Sissy That Walk. And (laughs) this motherfucker knew every word. I love it. I was like, who is that? Because I'd known of you. uh, Because friends had told me about you years before that. And but when you did that, I said I am in love with this man. It's also a really great song. It it's a great, good, fun it's song. It's a fun song because your your wife told you about that song. Is that how? Well, it no, I had seen it on uh, on Drag Race. Ah, and it was I just loved it because you were using it in, yes. in, in those walking scenes. So it had, yes. it had a real moment to shine over and over again. Right, and the fly, 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 fly. <laughs> Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. It's a yes. great piece. It's fun. It's it's a lot of fun. Now, I you actually appear in your wife's uh song work um which is more on the dance tip, which is which is different from what your own music is like. Yes. So when you guys are at home, that rare moment when you guys are not on the road and you're at home or somewhere in a hotel, what music do you listen to? What who who gets to decide what kind of music you listen to? Well, I'd like to say we're both pretty open-minded and I love the music that she likes uh, or that she loves dance music has always been a big inspiration for me because of the driving quality yeah. and, and that it's designed to conjure up a kind of primal energy. Yes, it that's, is. That's, that's you what are I so want. on the note. And that's why it's dangerous to the public because it, what it does is it conjures up the, the Holy Spirit and people uh, are afraid. People are afraid of the Holy Spirit because it's a tribal and you release, you release yeah. and it brings that up. It's life force. It mm-hmm. really is. It's, it's, the, it's the beat of the heart. If you direct that, you can direct. And the, it, it's true that it is dangerous and that it's like a weapon. It, or a great power, it, you can use it for good, mm-hmm. or in some people's minds for bad. It can compel you t- to lose your sense of right and wrong in a way that can be very liberating mm-hmm. and enlightening, or in a way that could be threatening to the fabric of civilization. You're right. But that's what's built civilization as well, is yes. that same life, that will. That's right. And if to harness it is 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 our our goal is our quest as humanity to celebrate it is what music allows us to do to get in touch with it in a way that's completely for the sake of itself like i'm gonna feel the feeling of being alive mm-hmm. right now because mm-hmm. of this song yeah. and how i get to bask in that for these three or 10 minutes if it's a dance song i love that you said that you know because when you watch old movies or you know old tribes they're all dancing around a fire to some beat that's mm-hmm. dun, 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 yeah. and you understand the power of that where do you think i know your your parents are academics uh where do you think your these philosophies you have which i love well, um where you. does that come from desperation okay to have some point of perspective or a, a lens with which to view my life or my experiences in a way that that doesn't make them as painful or even if they are painful extracts value out of them to make sense of it to make sense of it i i can't help it in fact it's actually to me one of the most fun things to do is to think about life. I don't yeah. know why. 
Actually, it's hard for me to imagine how you couldn't be doing that, even if you think you're not. Because I meet people that say, I don't like to think about that stuff. Or if I I understand seeking, numbing yourself out to the intensity of these uh, very complex questions. But they're also very liberating because if it's a question and we don't know, that doesn't have to be stressful or to cause anxiety than not knowing. It can be a place to explore. Are you able to leave a question that's unanswered just to let it be because you know the 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 compulsion is to put riddles into a box so that we figure them out but some riddles just really can't be solved are you okay with some riddles not being solved and just sort of sitting laying in the ether yes you are okay because i actually think that's what partying is it's the space between the polarities where the friction is being created like a paradox isn't a, 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 a an end it's a beginning mm-hmm. and when something is bouncing from one extreme to the next and it rings true on both sides it bounces back and forth and bounces back and forth and then you get this swirling ball yes. of energy in there yes that's the possibility i love it so i they gotta hang in the air and the questions have to be unanswered we have to turn off that craving we have in our mind and let our heart connect with that swirling confusion mm-hmm. and not be intimidated by it but be inspired by it i love it i love it now tell me this. Um, um, uh, tell me this. Uh, earlier you talked about meeting your wife at a, a, a headbangers heart, ball. Well, a no, at a, a, singing teacher. a yeah. heavy metal singing teacher in New York City. That's I'm correct. assuming. Yes. What are the secrets to singing like ACDC for night after night after night? How does someone do that? I don't know. You sing. You you're, you have a lot of force in your voice. It's it's way out there. Do, are there how does some Pantera nights? Pantera do it exactly. Well, well how, he's gifted. How many nights in a row can you perform to that intensity before your voice just says, "Up, uh, I'm out." Sorry. Yeah. Like last night, I was blowing out, but I it was for a very short vocal take. Yeah, it was there was a, a, an end in sight, so I was willing to to go there, go there yeah. and, and blow it out. But, now I have this voice for today, so it w- maybe it was a bad decision. There is there is a level of control that you're trying to develop. That's what the, the singing teacher is, an amazing woman named Melissa Cross, who specifically works with vocalists who are what would be called screamers. Yeah. And whether it's a high scream or it's a low yeah. scream, she's trying to help you develop that sound in a way that doesn't damage and fry your vocal cords. But to me, it's, uh, it's, it's only been the last even few months that I've started finally understanding the lessons that she was explaining to me you have to experience them from the inside you can be told how to do it uh, and even understand how to do it but until you actually feel the sensation of doing it correctly it's very enlightening you think why couldn't I have done that 10 years ago but I'm I you know singing for me was the final frontier of of musical effort because the music and playing piano and and recording that was all what I was I guess inclined to do Uh, you still play Oh, yeah, Great. as much as possible. But singing was something I had to learn how to do in order to fulfill my role mm. in Destiny. You know, I didn't want to be a singer, mm-hmm. but I realized I was being called upon by the party gods to be the singer, so I better figure out how to get through this somehow. No, I mean, we, we, we laugh about that, but that's no, so true. No, I just true. I can't, the party gods, I just love it. No, no, it's party it's gods. so true because, you know, um, people call the party gods many different things. Yeah. Exactly. It comes in many different guises and forms but what's true about this is that the universe has sage direction that most people think 
really? I, I couldn't couldn't possibly do that. Correct. Well, it happened truth, to you. It happened to me. It happened to me. But if you're mm. willing to go along with and trust, then you're able to uh, you're fulfill, fulfill yeah. what is there for you. And how strange is it to realize that your destiny might be something that you don't even really That's like? Right. You're not even really, you weren't interested That's in. That's right. I thought... The way life worked is you you came up with a dream based on what most appealed to your tastes yeah. at that particular time, and you set those goals and you pushed towards that dream. I'm right. going to make my dream come true. But sometimes, if not all the time, the dream is dreaming you yeah. and saying, I need someone to do this thing. I'm going to pick that person, yeah. and I'm going to pull you towards your destiny. And eight yeah. times out of 10, that dream won't come true, realistically. But there's other dreams that are waiting. But Desperately. we're so caught up in the the 90% of getting what we think we want yes, that right. we don't see the really big stuff that's right, right. under our nose. Right, because exactly. they say that your big break happens many times throughout your career, yes. but if it doesn't take the form and shape that you imagined you it to, it. you ignore it. Yeah. You don't realize. I don't want that. Because you know, actually, when I, you know, when I met George, you know, I had always been attracted to men who were like my father, who were very charming and very uh, unavailable. Emotionally. Yeah. yeah. And then when I met George, who was someone who was chasing me, I was like, I, I wasn't interested, you know. But then. Because it was but, different. You were like, wait. It was different. Yeah. I, I have to chase you. What yeah, are you doing? Exactly. Yeah. So two months into just knowing him, I realized, you know what? I'm going to see what this is like. That was 24 years ago. Exactly. 24 years ago. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and that you can apply that same philosophy to so many things. You have to just keep an open mind for the party gods to say, shake your ass, bitch. Yeah. Put your yeah. back up into it, yeah. bitch. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. We're going to take a break. We've got Andrew WK. His new album is called You're Not Alone. It's fabulous. Got to go to Spotify right now. Got to go to Amazon. I don't know if you, did you make hard copies Amazon, of it? Amazon, yeah. Amazon. Yeah. CDs and vinyl. CDs and vinyl. vinyl. Yep. Yeah, so it's there for everybody. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back with more Andrew WK. Now, you know, Michelle, luxury sheets can cost over thousands of dollars but you can get the same value at bowl and branch for just a couple hundred bucks yeah not only same value it's way better yeah because a lot of times with these luxury brands what they don't have is a hundred percent organic cotton that's right literally before bowl and branch was a thing i was looking all over the place for organic sheets because if you think about it the largest organ on your body is your skin you're putting yourself freshly washed yeah. out of the you know bath or the shower onto these these sheets. Yeah, for many hours. Why would you want chemicals all over your body? Yeah, exactly. Not with Bowling Branch, you guys. Their blankets, their sheets, everything they have is made from 100% organic cotton. It means that they start out super soft, but then you wash them, they get softer and softer. They're fantastic. If you guys want a great night's sleep, get started now on your Bowling Branch sheets. $50 off your first set of sheets. That's Bowling Branch, B-O-L-L and branch.com. Promo code RU. So don't forget BowlingBranch.com, promo code RU. Andrew WK is here. The album is called You're Not Alone. It's fantastic. Now, we were talking a minute ago about this vocal coach. Do you still uh, do vocal exercises before you go on stage? Warm-ups, yeah, like yeah. stretching. It's yeah. uh, I, I stretch up physically. I stretch up with the vocal cords. I don't necessarily stretch up mentally. That kind of happens on its own, that yeah. overwrought, intense feeling uh, that you can't believe that... What, in 10 minutes you're about to go do this thing and it's right. going to be happening to you and that you love that you that you yeah. that I love and there's a there's a there's there's one my mind is saying 
if this was canceled right now and there was uh-huh. no show, th- that would be fantastic. And then yeah. my heart says, of course you won't. You don't want that. And there's this conflict between the fear that wants the easy way out and the heart that says, this is what right. you're going to do whether you like it or not. Right. So Michelle, translation is, my mind is telling me no, but my, but body, my body, my body. <laughs> well said. Yeah. Many times that we'll sit and look at each other. It's happened many times over the years where we sit, look at each other and we go, we get to do this. Yeah. We get to do this. Yeah. We right. love this. Whether it's radio, we've said it in in radio, we've said it in television. Yeah. And um, we are lucky, but we also saw those signs that we were just referring to. Yeah. We saw the crop circles. Sure. Yeah. Where you think, um, can I really go out there yeah. and <laughs> do it again? Yeah, we can. Or just even through just be human stuff like um, getting a cold or something. Oh, honey, that you know? happens more times than not. Yeah, because I can imagine you doing the, that intensity uh, yeah, you on, that you sick? have on stage when you catch a cold. It's very rare because the adrenaline burns it out. Yeah, right. And, and then even if I have gone on stage, it's happened from time to time with a high fever and really truly sick. And this feels like the hardest thing you could possibly it's like the best do. Best show ever, right? Well, it may not be the best show ever, but <laughs> with all that sweating and 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 right. not thinking, not being able to think about the sickness, yeah. next thing you know, the show's done, and I'm not sick anymore. Right, and it's healing. It's yeah, and I don't take it as just a physical healing. It's a true healing. Right, and, you know, and some people don't believe in that, but when it happens to you, you can't deny it. When I went on stage as sick as a dog, and I didn't lay down and, and go to sleep, but instead party as hard as I could. I think it's destiny saying, good, you did what you're supposed to do again. Another thing I, I noticed when you were talking about uh, how lucky we are to get to do this and that we love it, it's even in the moments when I, in my rational mind says, this is the worst, I hate this, mm. this is just unbearable, it's so unpleasant, it's so stressful, there's a deeper part in my heart that's almost like a guardian angel saying to me, you know you love it. Mm-hmm. You love all this part of it too, and this is all part of this this swirling dance that you're getting to do mm-hmm. so don't let yourself not love it right even when it's hard well I, that's true of just life in general yes. we, you know we were talking to someone earlier who had just had a heart attack mm-hmm. and the the idea of pushing past some of the obstacles that you face yeah you know agreed i this is total non sequitur but i have to ask what your tattoos are very specific what do they mean they're lines. Well, I suppose they're a hollow type of specific because mm-hmm. they have no meaning other than to have a tattoo that has no meaning. Uh-huh. So that's what they represent, which is that kind of paradox idea that I, I, I find myself really drawn to, uh, these polarities. So I wanted to have a tattoo, mm-hmm. and I thought about the sort of traditional designs I could get. Skulls were quite appealing to me at the time, but I couldn't settle on one because I was such a commitment and then uh, I started drawing. I, I did it myself initially with some India ink and a like sewing a machine stick? needle. Poking mm. stick. Mm. Yeah. And you got to use the sewing machine needle because the sewing machine needle has the hole in the tip. Sure. Uh-huh. That's yeah. a great place to ball the, the thread up. Yeah. And it took a long time. I wanted to do a line all the way around my arm. And after about two hours, I had only gotten about this inch and a half long line. And so I stopped. And then I really liked it. And I said, this is great. I went home. My mom always said, you can never get a tattoo. And if you're going to get one, you have to be 18. And I don't want to see it. So I had this tattoo. And she didn't even notice it. Yeah. And eventually I said, mom, didn't you see I had this tattoo? She said, oh, well, that doesn't count as a tattoo. Uh-huh. So this is great. I have a tattoo that isn't a tattoo. Yeah. So then I got a few more. But they don't yeah. mean anything. Yeah. That's, well, they do mean something. That's what they meant. Well, there you go. They meant nothing. Yeah. Now, I know you're, you're on tour most of the year. Um, how can fans find the city that you're going to next. AndrewWK.com slash tour. 
Uh huh. So you forgot the www dot. www.andrewwk.com slash tour. Okay. All right. It's the WWK. Yeah. W's are Are there in the United States, are there cities that are more party centric than others? The Midwest seems to enjoy the type of party offerings that I'm presenting. Mm -hmm. So Chicago has probably been our, 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 our most fervent crowds. But the fervency is actually quite consistent. So whether it's the same size of fervent partiers uh, in every town, that can ebb and flow. But there is a beautiful continuity, I'm sure, that you've seen as a performer in the type of intensity. So there's a, a spirit that mm-hmm. you're offering, and those that are looking for it will come out of the woodwork. There may be more around the Great Lakes for some reason, but New York, Los Angeles, the, the cities are, are always do well for us. It's funny you say Chicago because in, in my career, and I'm working in clubs for like just, just under 300 years, yeah. uh, <laughs> Chicago has always been very, very good to me. Same. Good. I'm always. happy to hear that. B96 broke our records all this yeah. time. Yeah. They were always a great city. Miami, New York, L.A., San Jose, oh. Chicago. Yeah, some randoms. Oh. You'll get some like... <laughs> Corpus Christi. Where do you guys <laughs> perform in Chicago now? Roscoe's. The t- Roscoe's. Roscoe's for the Drag Race. But what oh, about the tour? Um, House of Blues oh, is the big one. That's a beautiful one. venue, right? Yeah, Big House of Blues Chicago is, is a big one for us. Right. Um, I can't remember the last one was, but those size. Yeah. Like 2,000 seats. You know, Chicago's been described as the American city mm-hmm. because of it being in the middle of the country. That mm-hmm. is not a coast. It wasn't a port. I mean, of course, Lake Michigan is so huge. The Great Lakes are used for shipping and mm-hmm. and they they're sort of like a sea but it also wasn't as old as as some of the coastal towns of course uh, going on to the the east coast so it's been described as, as as the most american city and there's something about the open-minded free-for-all quality that maybe you don't we don't think exists around the rest of the country as much as it does on the coasts, but there it is at the at, in the heart of it all mm-hmm. in the heartland it's the heartland city mm-hmm. i suppose i mean there's minneapolis and there's Cleveland and St. Louis. St. Louis. Mm-hmm. I guess there's a lot. Cleveland. <laughs> it's just a big city. That's why it, it, there's a lot of people there, and it's spread out. Yeah, it doesn't have the constriction of of of, of space like Manhattan does, right? It can really sprawl. So to the you suburbs. so you take a bus out, yes. and trucks. Bus. Well, have vans, trailers. For yeah. The gear. How many people? Three guitar players. Keyboard. This sounds like a math problem. <laughs> uh, okay. So what are the six six seven band members, including myself? Seven bam, and then and then what else? Uh, a tour manager that also does sound, right? Someone to sell merchandise, right? Sometimes someone to help with lights. So you're on 13, one bus. 15 people, one bus, as much as 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 twelve people and as few as as nine. I'd and there's say. usually twelve bunks on it. There is, so we have some junk bunks. Yeah, <laughs> right. right. The storage, exactly. and so um, and then you guys sleep on the bus. Or you go to hotels. We gen- generally sleep on the bus. Yeah, it's the best sleep in the world. It's the best. Why? Why is it? You get these little, I hate to say what we call them coffins. You get in this little kind of coffin. It usually has got a leather or a nice weighted drape. Uh And it's your own little space. There's a little thing in there for, there's a light, there's a vent. Sometimes a TV. A plug. Sometimes Uh a TV. It's a cubby. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever hear people um, pleasuring themselves in the bunk? It's loud in the bus because of the engine roar, so yeah. that helps to uh, block out yeah. a lot you of that. You can smell a lot of stuff. Okay. <laughs> yes, that's that's right. Right. Socks, so each little bu- yes, yes. each little bunk doesn't have a little window that you can. No, open. they have a vent. 
Right. But there's no windows. That's it. You go in there That's and the it's dark. It. Yes. So when you get off stage and you're showered or whatever, you're at the venue, you're done. You just crawl in your bunk. You put your music on, watch TV. You and can you're shower done. at the venue? Usually. Huh. You just got to bring the little slippers so you're not putting oh, your right. feet. Oh, right. Okay. We made more effort this last tour we just did a few months ago to, to shower than I've ever made effort to shower in my life. It does help with the bus issues. It's the considerate thing to do. Yeah. Because we were getting to a point, we've been doing this for almost 20 years. Yeah. And it just occurred to us that we want to do this for at least another 20 years. Right. And what can we, what are the responsible things to do out of consideration for others, for ourselves? to shower and not eat chili. (laughs) There you go. Well, we have a no shit policy on the bus. No shitting on the bus. You can't. Yeah, you can't. Because the toilets can't handle it. Right, can't handle it. It's just meant for liquids. Right. You can pee. And even then... Yeah, even that. So you make we make steady. Stuff. What do you mean, even then? Sometimes well, urine it, smells. It, it can be, yeah, right. Strong, very strong smelling stuff. It's that uric acid, yeah. right? So no asparagus either. That, that would be wise. Yeah, yeah. very, yeah. very, very considerate. And and what about the bus driver? What happens to him? What does he or her? What are they? Do they dub as security, background dancer, hype man? It depends background on the, dancer. If the, I, look, we have had some of the most amazing bus drivers ever. Same. We had a, yeah. a bus driver named Larry who was from Louisiana who would on his days off, set up a grill and make us food and pancakes every morning. Oh my God, that's and, amazing. And, and and he was sort of surly, but he was the sweetest surliness that you could... Uh-huh. Get the it, was, it was difficult <laughs> to understand. Who would play him? Like, oh. would it be Mr. Farley on... on um, Don Knotts? more rotund, Don Knotts? rotund than that. Oh, he's more rotund than... So. Maybe Bill Murray's brother. Um, oh, yeah, Brian Murray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brian, Brian Doyle Murray. Brian Doyle yeah, Murray. Uh, he had that kind of hard rot and red face and, uh-huh. and very passionate and They're great driver. They're lifers, yeah. those drivers. That's the thing. They yeah. are... He loved everything about it. He loved when the bus broke down. In a way, you could just tell yeah. that this was all part of the the ordeal, the odyssey that gave it purpose. That he could he was going to get us to the show. Right. And now we have a driver named Tomcat, who's even more uh, unbelievable and amazing, and who has done security, who has gone up on stage and 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 helped us with gear and and moved things that he's not supposed to even move. He would say, "Tomcat, you know, go get some rest." Like, nope. I'm going to get you, get you because I'm legally, here to take care of that's you guys. the same voice as the other guy. Yeah, it's, isn't a little, it? it's a little more audible. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Are they the same person? In, in a strange uh, kind of uh, acid trip way, yeah. uh, maybe all bus drivers take on a kind of archetypal. <laughs> and form. they talk like this. Well, <laughs> you're, well, well, you're going to get that bingo. You take what I give you. Now, now almost Tom all Cat. Southern. <laughs> They are almost all Southern. Tom gets from Rochester. Well, that's uh, not York. Southern. Yeah. Well, you know, you just you just described a person who 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 is empath uh, who can prophesy. Mm-hmm. Um, help me, Michelle. Prophesies. Who who in. in uh, Empathic? Empathic. Okay. Who can see there's a problem coming or knows how to work out a problem as it comes? You know, kids today don't have that ability. Do they have that ability? Some do when you allow it. But there's parents like me who... Again, try to do everything for the kids instead right. of allow them to do. So these you're things. doing them a disservice, a then. big disservice. And I learned um, halfway through, you know, before my daughter's about to turn 18, Lola just turned 16. I learned over the past five years that I need to stop doing that shit. Because you remember the kid? Um, I'm not going to name any names. Who was working on our show? And they asked him to vacuum. He didn't know how to vacuum. Correct. <laughs> didn't even know what it was. Didn't how know do what I it do was. This? What? Yeah. yeah. Do you do you find oh. that this is a side topic? But do you find you're out there? You you're about you're around young people all the time. Do you find that it's changed? 
Not that I can tell. Not mm-hmm. that I can tell. But I may not have been looking that closely. I can see people talking about this mm-hmm. phenomenon, but I I find a, a great amount of skill in the young people that I see. A great uh, attention to detail on 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 many levels. I Aside see you, from their hair, I see what yeah maybe <laughs> yeah. And, and their devices. Yeah, I see what you mean. It's about the nobility of responsibility. Yes, that's what those old bus drivers Correct. had. The dignity. If, even if it breaks down, it's like, I can handle this. Yeah, yeah and, and it's also pride. Self-worth, yeah. and that they identify themselves as being someone who's capable mm-hmm. and accountable and reliable. Yeah. What a great thing to be. And that it didn't get them anything other than the feeling of saying, I did the right thing for someone mm-hmm. else. That's right, because how many times have you gotten to a, um, a rideshare car and the person driving you around doesn't know uh, where they're going Correct. and they have to rely on a device and it's like, um, bitch, it's LA, <laughs> it's a grid. Just go straight and make a right <laughs> yeah. at uh, Vermont. Yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think if, if you were in your body just a little bit, you'd go, oh, oh, I got this. I know how to work this out. Excellence. That's how my drummer describes it. We have an amazing drummer named Clark. He says, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Yes. And he's young. He's the youngest member of our band. What's he, what would Andrew W.K. consider young? Uh, how old is Clark? 24? Oh, that's a big... 24 is young. Yeah. So I don't know if he's a quote-unquote millennial, but he, he skews to that side. And he is as... he's. His hobby is to develop personal qualities in himself. I love that. So I'm seeing a lot of that, a lot of conscientiousness, a lot of awareness that I have this chance to be a human being. That's amazing. And I got to do the best thing I can possibly do. Um, it doesn't mean that it, it, it all comes right away. Right. But the fact that they're even thinking about things on that level and that life isn't about making taking it as easy as possible and what can I do to make my life more relaxing or, 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 or simpler. They're trying to take on as much as they can with, with a type, type of urgency, almost an anxious kind of urgency. Well, it is yeah. kind of urgent. Yeah, right? it does it feel like that. Yeah. Yeah. So his name is Clark? Kegley, yeah. Clark, Clark Kent. Clark Kegley. I, I just, I want to shake Clark's parents hands yes because yeah, right. they've done a good job well said because that's that's what this whole process of life and the party life is all about it's about being here for the experience and not wanting to sort of uh avoid getting involved mm, in, with your own in, life with your own life that's what this is that you're here for the journey Respons- self-responsibility yes a responsibility yeah. of self yeah well you guys can catch andrew wk on the road just go to andrew www dot Andrew, Andrew WK, WK dot com WK slash tour dot com slash tour tour to tour. find the tour and of course you can go to Spotify and see Andrew and Sheeri iTunes and uh, Sam Goody All that. And, and Sam Goody got it <laughs> HWB well, nobody beats the Wiz Michelle nobody beats the Wiz Crazy Eddie Crazy, Crazy Eddie's yes. all of them uh, Circuit City you can Circuit pick up the, City, the CD yes! over at Circuit oh, City yes. Oh yeah. Um, da, 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 da. It's a that's a jingle. Yeah, it's a jingle. Richards. Yes, PC, PC Richards and Richards. Son. <laughs> Are they gone? PC, PC Richards. Richards? No, still, I just I drove by oh. one the other day. Uh, what about Tops? Do they have it at Tops? <laughs> but you can pick it up in Music Land stores. Yes, Music Land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. The album is called You're You're Not Alone. Well, you are a joy to talk to. This was the so highlight smart. of my, my How whole fun. album so release. So fun, yes. I, I can't admire what you guys do more. The, the, the singular, as a as an entertainer, I, I dare dream to be as singular and as uh, powerful on every emotional level. Because you can make someone cry and you can make someone laugh while they're crying. 
And that is a rare feat indeed. Thank you. That is a very kind compliment. And we are, I, I, every season I try to get you on this show. Oh, thank you. Every season I try to get you on this touring. show. Well, this was even better in a way because I, I, I got to have my, you know, full real, blown yes. Yes, soak in it for a while. Yes, right? yes. Long, long segment. Well, congratulations on the new album. And, uh, and send give, Shiri our love. Give my love to Shiri <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and all and Clark and the, yes, all the band all and the bus drivers, Tomcat, yeah, Tomcat, Tomcat. and uh, everybody. You know, your mom and your dad, your brother, your brother, and all the of party, Michigan, my, all my, of Michigan, my half sisters, your yeah. half sisters. Tell them, give them there. a big kiss for me. Thank you. And uh, uh, good luck with everything. And I'll see you soon. We will see you on this show because we you. want you on our show. Thank you. All right, so Michelle, until next time, yes, party, baby. you party goddess. Did, I will do that because the party gods are telling the me so. What are the party gods telling you? They're telling me to go out and go shopping. Okay. <laughs> and they're telling me to not do drugs because I'm straight edge. Yes. And they're telling me to loosen up on my children. Oh, well, you're not alone, bitch. No, I'm not. No, you're not. Yeah, I love you. Yeah, I love you too. All right, uh, until next time, I'll see you then. Okay, bye. bye. Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? Love yourself. How in the hell you gonna love somebody else? Can I get an amen? And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. If you can't love yourself, how in the hell you gonna love somebody else? Amen.